I'm Michael Mays, and I talk to people. Carmine, you're on with Michael Mays. Even you're on with Michael Mays. It's funny, when I was in, I think, third, maybe fourth grade, my teacher used to get so angry, he used to say, Motormouth. He'd call me Motormouth. Stop talking. It's all you ever do is talk. What are you going to do with your life? You just talk all the time. Correct, you're on with Michael Mays. AJ, you're on with Michael Mays. I talk to people. Corey, you're on with Michael Mays. It should be fun. Here you go. <laughs> Derek, you're on with Michael Mays. And when I need to talk to a celebrity or, you know, somebody that's been in the news, somebody that's kind of tricky to get in touch with. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who knows another guy. Uh, well, not not exactly like, well, sometimes like that. Gianni, you're on with Michael Mays. All right. Buongiorno, Senor Rousseau. Buongiorno. Come on, Yeah, you know. From Professor Mays Creation. You're on with Michael Mays. You're on with Michael Mays. Do I have to list Patrick Warburton's credits? Patrick Warburton was David Putty on Seinfeld, Joe on Family Guy. I'm just doing it off the top of my head. He was um, the, the, the Tick, uh, Less Than Perfect, Rules of Engagement, Lemony Snicket on a series of un, un, unfortunate events, and that's good enough. A stand-up comic, uh, a rock and roll fan, a, a golf addict, and a super cool dude. Patrick Warburton does uh, a charity golf tournament every year about this time to benefit St. Jude's. I think this is the 14th year coming up. And uh, I just, you know, I love talking to him every year about this time just to talk about the great work with St. Jude's. So I reached out to my guy and said, can you get me Patrick Warburton? He said, give me a minute. I'll get right back to you. Next thing I know, the phone rings. I press the button and a voice on the other end says, Patrick, you're on with Michael Mays. Hey. Hey, man. Michael. I was just remembering the first time I saw you, and it was um, it was a Hollywood premiere. It was for the B movie, and I saw you walking the the uh, the yellow carpet. <laughs> That's clever Hollywood. Hmm. Uh, your uh, your celebrity golf tournament for St. Jude's, which I love that you do this. It's uh, your fourteenth year doing it, so that's coming up uh, the end of February, beginning of March. And uh, there are some celebrities, like like a, a few celebrities, and then a guy like Rick Dees. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I like to do is the six man, uh, six man celebrities, and a uh, Hollywood stuntman, and the ship comic. Yeah, and and of course Alice Cooper too would kind of fit in with the within the freaks. Uh, I know he played in the tournament last year, but you've played golf with Alice Cooper before, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, I. I I've known Coop for over 20 years now. I actually met up at a golf tournament years ago. All right. And right. then, um, uh, yes, he and his lovely wife drove me back to the hotel that night. And uh, he, I came out and played in his tournament the next year. And he came out and jammed at mine. I've gotten to know a lot of musicians throughout the years in golf. It seems to me that golf saves musicians' lives. So if they've survived addiction, mm-hmm. they... Um, They've gotten to the other side of that, and they've seen enough casualties. They end up becoming addicted to golf because you play golf during the day. You come home, you're tired, you eat, you watch some TV, you go to bed, wake up, and repeat. It just keeps you out of trouble. And I know so many musicians now, or golfers that say they want Well, now that you put it that way, that's amazing. It's actually a, it's a brilliant concept. Um, so I know, like you playing golf with a lot of rockers and other celebrity friends uh, really helps kind of juice this this golf tournament uh, for St. Jude's. But St. Jude, uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital inspires so many. Mm. So it brings the 
Yeah. And then they're not proprietary and they share everything they have with, you know, the rest of the world. And they're, they are the pioneers in those creation therapies of catastrophic pediatric disease. They are a what blessing. is there not to love about that hospital? Absolutely. You know, I'm a cancer survivor, and um, I was treated at Yale, New Haven, uh, Smilo at Yale. And I, there was one time during my treatment, this was 10 years ago, where I couldn't do my chemo on my floor, and they had to bring me to the children's floor. And, God, mm. even 10 years later, I it breaks my heart thinking about all these beautiful, sweet, innocent kids who are in there fighting and battling and being survivors and warriors. And, and it's inspiring to see what St. Yeah. Jude's does. But these children, too, they really are they are tough. They're resilient. And you know, when St. Jude opened their uh, doors you know, about five decades ago, the overall cure rate was maybe about 20%, and now it's 80%. It's amazing. So, you know, when you, you, you see these kids and they're going to chemo and this and that, you know, they are, they're surviving. Um, St. Jude won't rest until, you know, uh, 100% of these kids survive. I love that. But, you know, they've done so much work throughout the years. Leukemia, the cure rate of leukemia was 4% when they opened their doors. It's 94% now. So it's just made such great strides. Unbelievable. I want to switch gears for a second here because I want to smile a little bit too with you. Not that this isn't inspiring, but but, um, can you just tell me, my favorite story of yours Tell me about getting high before Rush's final show. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this is where you, you pitch yourself. I actually just a couple months ago, uh, uh, Robbie Krieger, you know, he, call, he called me up. He said, hey, you want to play a golf at Rivs tomorrow with me and Alex? And, of course, he's talking about Alex Weissman. Sure. Jeez, uh, Robbie, let me check my schedule. Um, some days, you know, I do pinch myself at, you know, the, the friends I have. I mean, you know, Robbie Krieger and Alex Weissman, you know, both Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And so deservedly so. Guitarists. But, uh, yeah, when Rush did their final shows at the Forum, the Forum in Los Angeles, first place I ever saw Rush back when I was a kid. And uh, so a buddy of mine, had his caddy drive it since he knew he'd be drinking. So he was our, our, our driver. And my buddy has a, has a he's a George Sherwood, has a Maserati. Oh. So I was sitting in the back seat of a Maserati with Robbie Krieger going to Russia's final show. And he's got his little pipe back there. And I'm, I'm shaking a martini. And then uh, I don't get high usually because it makes me paranoid. But I'm going to Russia's last show, and it's Robbie. Yeah. So, I choke up just a little bit there, and then we get to the show, and we get to hang out backstage with, uh, you know, Neil, Gad, and Alex at their last show, and, and you know, we were in pretty good company with the others that were there, too. It's just one of those ridiculous, you know, if somebody would have told me when I was a kid, pinch yourself, you know, moments. Yeah, I yeah. mean... You know, while the rest of the, the free world, or the world for that matter, is air drumming to Tom Sawyer, you're in the back of a freaking Maserati with Robbie Krieger. <laughs> smoking yeah. smoking weed. And then backstage with Alex and Neil and, and Getty Lee. I just, damn. Yeah. That that will always be my favorite story, no matter how many times I ask you to tell it, you know. But but how, how, was, how was the weed, though? Because I know you said you, you usually get paranoid. 
it was it, it was and it was just a little bit you know because uh i didn't want to ruin the night and i had the martinis going so it was just a little bit like, unbelievable yeah. and uh and i know you like you still talk to alex lifeson yeah yeah and you guys are playing golf together and doing all- oh, yeah. man you're, you're living the dream dude you've always been yeah you are you are uh you are right to say pinch yourself every day that's Absolutely amazing. When you started out, your mom was an actress, and you were a little kid. Did you ever think that this stuff would be happening? Um, no. I mean, the the golf tour and golf it's it, that that's where do I met uh, all the musicians I know is through golf. I think that I just misled misinterpreted the question, Michael. But like, it when you're you're hanging out for for me, it's always been about musicians, you know. The actors time a dozen, but I, you know, well, oftentimes when I meet meet these you know, musicians that are in the Rock and Hall of Fame or this or that, the number of times when the first time I met them, they end up in my car with me. Whereas where you are, you're driving along and you're pitching yourself on, you know, boy, somebody told me this when I was 13 or 14 years old. Unbelievable. My friend, so. it's always good to talk to you. And, uh, and of course, we will, uh, stjude.org to make our donations or the warburton.com for the uh, for the golf tournament keep doing what you're doing my friend you're an inspiration and and uh and, and a great dude oh thank you michael appreciate it man good, good to talk to you good to talk to you all right man bye-bye